ramen is really not that great. And on this episode of What Ramen is Ramen, have you seen the commercial for that apparently protein ramen? I just need it to be a gluten-free protein ramen because I really miss ramen. Rice noodle ramen, not, not a ramen. That. Jess, you do ramen? Are you a ramener? I love ramen. Jason, you're you closer. Pro ramen or no ramen? I'm, I'm ramen neutral. Ramen, ramen neutral. So you're, do you believe in ramen or or don't choose to believe or not believe? Are you ramen agnostic? <laughs> I, I believe it exists. If that's what you're asking me. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I will eat ramen in a ramen place. I don't I don't seek ramen out. So oh, okay. If I am ramen adjacent, I will eat ramen. <laughs> Sorry. I decided to just dive into completely ridiculousness. Ramen Welcome. adjacent. <laughs> and that is our new opener for now on. We're always going to have ramen adjacent. <laughs> or anything is going to be adjacent. So... <laughs> Jason's like, I didn't pick this one up. Y'all are losing your brains, which is true. Welcome, people of the dice. I am Rurik, and you are listening to Probability of Demise. I am so sorry for you. We're a group of storytellers playing a nerdy game using chance and our imagination spread rules and structure to Atland, finally, two weeks later. A world of our own making, Atlan exists on a version of Earth thousands of years into the future, a planet left vulnerable by science and infected with magic. This is a world far different from the one in which you know today. Continents have shifted, cities have arisen, and new creatures and peoples of varied origin dot the wondrous landscapes. Thank you for coming with us as we explore it together. Speaking of creatures from different landscapes, uh, Larissa, I just found out that there is actually a squirrel race in old D&D lore called Scurrians. <laughs> Nothing we've chosen to do exists in the <laughs> old ancient archives. I didn't even know it exists. It's probably some sort of homebrew thing that I just found in a very official looking magazine because I may have been hanging out in old comic book stores. Um, so the only thing I put in there is I just put in the name Scurrian so that we would have a, na a name for your peoples <laughs> um, rather than saying half anything because half anthropomorphic squirrel. Really. Yeah. Oh, you can still say that. I love that. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of fun there. So that's Larissa plays Trixie or Scurrian anthropomorphic squirrel person. Jason plays Asher Lake, our human bard. And Jess plays Tanzanite Vernell, a moon elf cleric who aspires to a little bit of big-headed goddom, doesn't she? For now? <laughs> For now. Until she dies soon, any moment. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> yep. Yep. Look up at the top of your little squares and you will see your hit point situation yep. right now. Mm. I thought it'd be fun to throw that up there and, and maybe oh. if something significant happens. Oh, you know, soon. Um, I might update those. <laughs> Jesus. I'm curious. Is, does that live update or do you have to change that every time? I have to change that every time. So when I change this, it is a labor of love to add dramatic irony to the situation. Like there's going to be a download, an upload. There's a, it's a whole process. So if you see that change, I put a lot of effort into it for very little reward, probably. Um, I would love it to be live, though. 
Uh, really quickly, any updates or news or things that we should be sharing with our wonderful peoples? Okay. Well, I think we lost okay. Larissa. No, sorry. I got stuck on a pillow. Sorry. <laughs> Hanging out on pillows, huh? Well, while Larissa figures out what to do about her pillows, we do have merch. We have shirts and coffee cups. I just put my coffee cup away. And fun stuff. If you go to http colon slash slash t dot pub slash lick l-i-c slash podcast. I say it that way just for Larissa because I know how much she loves it. You are more than welcome to subscribe like bell icon if you're on the YouTubes, but most of you um, from my last little jaunt into analytics have been watching us on, not watching us, listening to us on Spotify. So lovely, lovely to have you there. And please, please subscribe. Let us know that we are loved. That's fine. I have a face for radio. <laughs> Any other announcements from anyone? Um, I guess I could start talking about the upcoming June concert for Stonewall. Uh, Stonewall Corral, the nation's first LGBTQ choir, is having their uh, June Pride concert. It is Thursday, June 8th? I think that's when it is. Uh, Yes, at 7.30pm at Church of the Holy Apostles uh, on 28th and 9th Avenue in New York City. Um... The theme for it is Stonewall Rocks. We will be hosting, um, or rather, we have a drag queen who will be coming in and doing a drag queen story time as we sing our way through the decades and the history of both the Stonewall Corral and the uh, queer rights movement. Um, So yeah, Uh, if you would like to buy tickets, you can find more information at stonewallcorral.org. Thank you. And now we have a word of the day, I believe. Word of the day. Word of the day. Hey, that's going good. <laughs> y'all, y'all are gonna harmonize soon. It'll be a whole show. All right. So today's word of the day is foible, and it has two meanings. Uh, the first one is the part of the of a sword. Uh, between the point and the middle of the sword, or it's a minor flaw or short shortcoming in a character, like someone's character. At first, I thought you said "falable." I don't know if it was just the way my microphone, like, or my headphones, and I was like, and then it like clicked in my brain what you said. Well. Uh, I think we're going to continue skipping the commercial at this point, just so we move things along more swiftly and keep up our positive impact that our shortened format has had. Um, I, unless somebody really wants to do it or somebody wants to like actually use us to advertise something. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to kind of move us along that we can discuss and bring that up back to life later. But now we have the section called roll for recap. And I do want to do this just because I think it's extra hilarious that it's been three weeks. So <laughs> we don't have to if all three of you are just like, Rurik, you're a brat. Stop it. We know you already wrote up a script because you just decided this to be a brat. Um, you can go ahead and say that. But otherwise, I think we should roll for it. 
Oh. I might need help getting started, but I'll roll for it. Okay, yes. All right. I rolled a net 20, so never mind. <laughs> oh. Have fun, guys. <laughs> well, I rolled a nine. Larissa or Jess? Do, 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 I rolled a six. I was going to say, well, at least I'm higher than her because I was 11. <laughs> oh, Larissa, who actually rocked it as our game master last week, now gets fumbled into the has to recap three weeks ago info. Uh, do you want any support and help in getting started on this? Or I'm just okay? I'm trying to remember, did we start at the Falling Rock, or had we already moved on into You're the... Well beyond the Falling Rock. Okay, so where did we yeah. start? Uh, we were You actually started mid-battle. The, the, we had, the last time we were together, we had been following up on being in the... Uh, I'm going to just be nice and do it, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I just I, I thought, couldn't I couldn't remember where we started. Like, I thought we started I, I like my way back, but sneaking into the thing. I thought. Yes. Yeah, so started. that was we had two sessions which really covered getting into the airship's uh, hangar and sneaking in and getting into the into position there, and then we had kind of a, a gentle turn-based order that was supposed to be around the slipping in and out into spaces, uh, and running into Nee and Molly. Uh, as well as seeing some other members of delegations that had been at the um, ball all of just a couple nights before. Um, as we were in position with this, we of course, you noticed that there were, um, and this is where the session before the last session ended, where you noticed that there were um, golems being brought to life and there was uh, Lord Blackthorn or Blackwood. Uh, nearby and kind of had already initiated combat at the end of that session and then over the last session you have been pushing back and forth from Trixie getting Lord Blackwood off beyond a curtain and and tucked away with some amazing speed and agility and then also putting her um, recently discovered recently attached familiar um, any into uh, play as a watch dragon um (laughs) over off in the, the side then uh more individuals came into the space and then more individuals came into the space each time there was just these phases and of course uh asher in, engaged in some polite fire diplomacy blowing up um, most of everything uh as did tanzanite getting involved in those spaces there were grenades explosions everywhere it was a bit of a mess you can see that there are people um, trying to restrain other people off in the distance, I mean, within visual range of you all, definitely within this, the confines of the singer, but it's very much that the battle zone was around the airship as all of these different groups were trying to get access to the airship, and you became defenders in a way. You can also see that there are a few crew members who are still around. Some are up on top of the airship trying to... One is actually on top of the airship trying to... Uh, deal with the situation up there and asking for help. The uh, method for boarding the airship in this in these, this space has been uh, removed or and or destroyed. Um, that was, I don't remember if that was Asher or Tanzanite. Somebody got involved in that and then ended us in a situation where we lack the bo- means of boarding easily, but there's definitely some sort of emergency up above. Uh, and... It was me! 
<laughs> Asher took off his disguise, revealing that it's him in the midst of all this chaos. Uh, Trixie and Tanzanite have yet to do any such thing. Um, in in and, Asher's defense, his beard was basically on fire. <laughs> That's why he pulled it off. And what I would love for you all to do is just roll a really quick insight or perception check, depending on what you think your person would do in a situation where you were recognizing that, yes, you can see your uh, teammate has pulled off their disguise, but in amidst the smoke explosions and everything else that's going on, whether or not you think that the audience has recognized a member of the Timeless Trio. And while you're rolling that, we're going to take a musical interlude. You are in the midst of battle. Things are going wild. There are individuals appearing out of nowhere and then disappearing, and all sorts of wildness is occurring. It's just a normal everyday moment in Atland. Uh, please, Jess, tell me what you rolled, if it was perception or insight, and what you got as your result. Yeah. Tanzanite. Okay. Um, I did, they were both the same. So let's say it was perception. Uh, and it would be 21. Okay. Perception, 21. Okay. Uh, Jason, what did Asher get? Did you do perception or insight? Oh, you're muted. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't either. I thought they were reacting to me pulling out my thing. Hang on. Uh, 27 perception. Okay, great. Um, and I thought I was going to have the highest. Trixie, a.k.a. Larissa, what did you choose and what did you get for your role? Uh, I would have done insight and I would, uh, it's a, let me just know. Okay, yeah, 22. Okay, well, the insight was the easier to meet and beat uh, uh, thing. Very upset. Trixie, with a 22, you've just passive perception wise I almost threw this up on your screens too but passive perception wise you can tell that it is not uh, that 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 the beard is gone and that Asher has been revealed what you can see is just looking over the crowd is they're all engaged in other things there's some other stuff happening that you have not understood or seen you were able to check, make out what Molly and Nee were restraining someone but these other members of the space are have been in various processes of running and looking around. None of them look like they have the bandwidth to even notice who the particular fighters are in this situation. Uh, Asher with a 27, I believe, on your perception. Uh, you can make out one figure, tall, wearing very light silk clothing, who makes eye contact with you as you pull off the beard and 
recognizes you from the expression on their face. Otherwise, it's chaos amongst the guests. Many of them are more concerned with protecting their own lives or dealing with issues that have arisen amongst themselves. There were several bodies laying down that look like they were guests themselves that have been attacked by someone that you don't that may have been the most recent arrivals, may have been early on, may have been shrapnel from the explosions. Who knows what it is, but it's very clear to you all that a lot has been going on beyond the purview of your more focused and intense battle around the outside of the airship. At this time, we are coming back up to the top of the order and just as a reminder to folks Trixie was at the tippy top of the player order at 20 at the nice beautiful roll of 23 Asher was at 17 and Tanzanite was at 5 we ended our last session with Tanzanite's turn and now we're starting right before Trixie's turn with the beginnings of an explosion occurring at the bottom of the airship. You hear the rumble and you can see that some, whatever this aperture is, doesn't look like it's directly connected to the um, main components of the airship and it's not something that would be attached normally, but some sort of fueling tool or some other piece is starting to rupture. And small explosions are happening at, at that point, at that juncture. The individuals who are trying to the crew crew members who are trying to um, deal with this situation that are on the ground level immediately scatter they are not interested in staying around despite all of their kind of heroic efforts up to this point to contain the fires the one individual who's on the top of the airship's face just goes pale seeing their doom at hand as you all can make this out, Larissa, I need Trixie to do a perception check. Okay. Another 22. Lovely, but not lovely enough for, for what happens next. Trixie, you feel the first blade in your back. They have advantage on stealth attacks of this sort. The second blade, you don't feel as closely. And the third and fourth, you have a chance to defend yourself from. But suddenly you feel like you are slowed down. So let me start off with this does a well I'm thinking this is going to hit does a 23 hit yes okay does a 22 hit yes and then this is a jump down a little bit does a 19 hit no okay cool so you are going to take two of the four stabs that come at you um, because of their little ridiculousness you are going to take take 
And you are, are you immune or just resistant to poison? Um, <clears throat> I want to say I'm immune. Hang on, let me see. You are uh, purity of body. You are immune to disease and poison. Well, Larissa looks or not. Well, now you looked it up, but I have an announcement that I forgot. Oh, go for it. Ah. Ah. Happy belated yes. birthday, Jess. It was <laughs> Jess's birthday on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So she's now 24. <laughs> Again. I feel like 26. That was a good... That 26 a good is a good age. one? See, my body slowed down right around that zone that I haven't reached yet because I'm still, you know, 24. Um, yeah. But... Well, someone has to be the adult of this group, and that I, I'll be that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. Did you do anything fun for that? While I calculate uh, out Clarissa's death? I, I mean... Would- and then I went to Serendipity for dessert and then the day after I saw the filmed version of the stage production of Spirited Away cool so Japan put on a production like a staged production of Spirited Away and they like filmed it and they were showing it Uh, so Larissa, you're going to take 40 points of damage from the altogether from the two stab attacks. You feel the poison try to penetrate, and you know that that would have been serious if you were anyone but yourself. Um, and I'll like I'm like extremely serious, and I'm I'm not going to um, hide anything here. Could have been the death of anyone with a weaker constitution. Um, And as those two stabs come in, you see to either side of you, flanking you, two figures with wearing dragon masks. Dragon masks. Oh, these fuckers. And even as you see those two figures, you see that that the other individuals who who were kind of like running through and the one that was running off towards the curtain is currently held by Tanzanite's powers. Um, The other one that was running towards the airship and it still seems to be running in that direction. Um, These are very different beings and people. And that's when you hear a twang. And a crossbow bolt comes flying over uh, Asher, does a 16 hit? No! It flies over Asher's head, just skimming your hair, creating a section of hair part, or your your hat. It kind of like swings over your hat. It's kind of like fixing that crease that got a little bumped during the recent rambunctiousness. Um, And now, Trixie, it is your turn. Okay. Um, hang on. I just want to double check my, my movie thing. That's bonus action, right? Your movie thing? You're moving? Moving thing. Yeah. Yes. Your, your, your movement. M-O-V-E-Y movie. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I couldn't remember. <laughs> um, okay. It's okay. I was predisposed so, to thinking you were saying M-O-V-I-E. I know. I, I just know. watched a movie last night. So uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. That's that because that is an actual word, whereas M-O-V-E-Y is not. But you know. <laughs> so. Anywho, um, what I would like to do is. Um, attempt because are they how close are they to me the... they are right on you okay so i would like to essentially do an unarmed strike at each of them aiming for like to do like a throat shot like whack yeah. throats okay yeah. um, uh go ahead and roll the attacks Uh, 18? Uh, 18 hits. Woo! Okay. Uh, Was that both of them got 18s? No, just the first one. Okay. Because uh, I am doing Hand of Harm. So okay. that'll be... Where is it? 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 Ah! Uh, hand of Harm. Spending a key point. Okay. So it is... Would you roll the dang dice? That's a four, you dummy. Sorry, I'm having a day. Okay. You okay? okay? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember. Okay, so in terms of uh, uh, the unarmed strike, it is nine points of damage. And then the uh, hand of harm. That's not the D8. Roll the D8, you dummy. Is... um, where is it? It just saw it. Ah! Is 10 points of necrotic damage. Awesome. So what was the total damage on that? Because they're going to take all of it. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> what did I roll? Oh, first one was 4 plus 5 is 9. 9 was the first one and 10 was the second. So 19. Awesome. Great. Thank uh, you and so much. second attack... And are you going for the same one again, or are you going for the other nope, one? No, for the other one. Okay. Uh, that is a, a dirty 20. That definitely hits. Okay. Um, and that is only seven points of damage, but I am going to... Nope, that's only seven points of damage. I am going to try to use my bonus action to step of the wind. Um, okay. Do you, are you so monkey now that you don't take opportunity attacks? Well, technically, uh, step of the wind is essentially using bonus action to disengage. Okay. So as part of your step of the wind, you are able to disengage. Yeah. Okay. So, but I do have to roll the wild magic table because I know I've already um I've already Roll the magic <clears throat> okay nope that's not what I want I want the other okay here we go please be odd numbers that is not an odd number oh god okay uh Man, you're so prejudicial against these numbers these days well no it's just like every other um so I guess I don't I guess this would be considered a f- here's the thing 
does it still happen and like the effect happens and but i still get to do it okay all right so um i do get to step of the wind and i'm going towards the uh boat okay to the airship yep okay that's what i meant um and i try to yell to the person hang on i'm coming and just pink bubbles just come out of my mouth (gasps) oh that's that's for the next minute so (laughs) i have a bubble machine that i really want to go on right now (laughs) if i had one that would make sense but like Oh my gosh! I, I, I actually no 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 I got it I got it right uh, here I don't even have to use a machine. Shut up! <laughs> Amazing. For those at home, bubbles just came out. <laughs> I do have a bubble machine. Bubbles are my way of reducing my stress during the workday. Uh, awesome. So now that you've done all that and you've moved to, to where you are and your your movement, I still okay. have my movement. Yep. So. Um, am I close to the boat? Yeah. Um, you would just, just with that teleport and based on where you were before, you are easily within maybe like 30 feet of the boat side. Okay. I'm now, using the right. Granted, there isn't an easy way up the boat because of stuff, but you're also a monk of ridiculousness. So, so that is what I was planning on doing is I will run the rest of my movement, which is... 65 feet. <laughs> so, please tell me you can me? just run through the, like, I feel like to any of the onlookers, if they were able to pay attention in this moment, um, there is that one individual in the light silk garments that Asher would have noted uh, made eye contact. It would almost seem like, you know, how when you're looking at a, uh, uh, a stop motion and you know that there's not movement between the two points that it's just picture to picture but it's that situation where like you're on the ground and then suddenly you're up in the airship and so the only way for their brain to reconstruct it is, is you just flew straight up onto the airship <laughs> I'm a flying squirrel <laughs> they didn't see the moment of hard scrabbling with your super duper monk mobility that got you up the side of it they just see ground to the top and especially the extremely pale crew member who's standing up on top who just looks at you and they don't even have the ability to deflate from a scream that they were about to yell. But instead of the, the actual scream that would have come out of them, all they get is the, ah! <laughs> as you are suddenly up there. And I try to go, shh, and it's just more bubbles. <laughs> I feel like their the squeak immediately just goes to uh, and and that combination. I, I need to roll for their sanity right now. Just like, do you just throw them into? Oh, they're fine. But but you can see this fleeting moment of like their eyes starting to roll back to the back of their head and shaking. Uh, uh, we got we got it. We got to turn off the, the, the system intake and. They're just babbling for whatever's coming next, which would be, according to my records, I lost my records. <laughs> I put something right on top of my my list here. Uh, they're dead. They're dead. Asher. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
dead, dead. I apologize. I forgot that those two marks here were all dead. You muted. Hey, Asha, what you gonna do? What you gonna do with the... I don't even know. You're kind of rocking. I'm not rocking much right now. Uh, I don't know. You've blown up half the bad people. And half the good people. Yeah. I didn't get to use a couple of things because you blew up those good people. I think Asher, because just as, as background information for y'all, because of that crossbow bolt, you were able to pinpoint pretty easily based on what I know of your passive perception and such where that bolt came from. And it did come from just behind where Trixie was. And you do make out this trio of assassins um, have extracted themselves from the overall crowd and are very much intent on, from what you can tell yourself, because of the arrow that went whizzing past your top of your hat, and Trixie. The other two individuals who are here, um, one is being held immobile on their way to the curtain, and the other one looks like they're approaching the exploding part. Uh, how far away? Oh, which one? Uh, the one approaching the exploding part. Uh, they are very, uh, just to get where they're going, they're at least within 20 feet of you as they're moving. They're, they've got to be at least within 20 feet of you. Um, they will get further away as they move closer to the exploding part. So. Um, okay, let's see. You just tell me what opportunity you're taking, if it's when they're slightly past you or before they get to you or wherever. Um, I'm going to take scramble back like 20 feet away from them. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot them with my revolver. Ooh. Roll the attack and I have to say this because of the situation and what's recently happened you will actually have advantage on this <gasps> to hit because of other things. Does a 29 hit? No! Doesn't hit at all. Darn it. Flex off their dragon scale hide of doom doom. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> uh, I, did, I wanted to call it the dragon scale hide of doo doo, but couldn't quite convince myself to do that. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? There you are. Twenty damage. Nice. Ouch. Yeah, that shot hits, and you see them lurch forward as that as that. Uh, what what are your? They, these are your fire bullets, aren't they? You have. Oh, I did sell fire bullets and shit. I never took them out. Yeah. Uh, roll the additional damage, which will be um, in this case sixty-six. Actually, let me double check this. I, I want to make sure I get this right. Because fire bullets. Yeah, I don't think you ever actually told me. You said ask when you use them, so I don't have any idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 66 fire damage. Eight, nine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Another 20 damage. Ooh. So 40 total. Um, describe to me what happens as this individual 
explodes and is on fire. Um, they, I mean, the bludgeon of the bullet entering their body is close to killing them. And then there is those bullets explode in fire, in flame, once they're within the cavity of the body. Okay. So I'm just going to be like all Asher, like cocky, and just be like, whoosh, bam, and then shoot. And then he's going to like stumble forward. And then like his whole upper torso will just explode. And Asher's going to go, oh shit, like completely <laughs> forgetting that he had fire bullets in the gun. Nice. Oh, no. And And now Asher knows that there's 66 of additional fire damage. And if there was somebody within 10 feet of them, they would have taken splash damage. Half the damage. Unless they make a dexterity saving throw, in which case they would take half of that again. But nothing is quite close enough at the moment where you shoot to do that. Anything else you're up to? Um, I still have my animated gangplank thing. Yes, Uh, the animated abused gangplank. Is that near anything or anybody? Um, it's near the person who seems to be kind of held in that uh, stasis of whatever it is that Tanzanite did. Um, can I use it to force and power to squish them? Go for it. Uh, roll the attack. Ah, uh, shit. 13? That was in that one. So it would be 13 with my spell attack. Yeah. That doesn't hit. Um, so it just kind of so big and awkward that the the, the, the even though they're held in place, they kind of like perfectly body clone. You know how like the cartoons will run through a door and there's their outline of their body left behind. It's almost like that happens, but without crashing through it. Uh, yeah, great. So is that your turn? Yep. Awesome. Uh, I still have to wait for my my, my living peoples. Because um, certain uh, cleric has frozen my person that would go in between here. <laughs> so, uh, Tanzanite, uh, you have restrained one of my creatures. You see that there are two uh, dragon masked individuals and another less distinct individual with their cowl up holding a crossbow. Uh, you've seen Trixie race almost flying up to the top of the airship they're currently speaking bubbles to um, an, a crew person you see Asher's wielding that gangplank like a bludgeon and has fired some sort of explosive bullets into the body of another person uh, you're here kind of almost at the like crowd management sidelines what are you up to? Well, I was making my way over to me and Molly originally. Yes, you you said you wanted to try to get close to them. Um, am I to do this how at this far stage? Am I, yeah, go ahead. You will have to move by the um, figures with the dragon masks. Okay, so perfect. Um, I want to um, I'll go ahead and bring where's the person that I have holding? Uh, they are if you're heading in the direction of, of Nee and Molly they are to your left and behind you at this point and you are going to probably lose range on them to get all the way to Nee and Molly. Yeah. 
They're right next to that big gangplank if you can't see them. Yeah, you <laughs> see this gangplank that's on the opposite side of them from where it was and somehow missed them. Okay, in that case, I'll probably just go ahead and drop that because I'm going to pull up and attack with my spiritual weapon at the fourth level. Okay, so bonus action spiritual weapon. What does yep. it look like it's, in this it's moment? my mace, but big. Big, so huge, gigantic mace appears. Jim and you're smashing the uh, individual that was on their way to the curtains or the two dragon masks I'm or the hooded individual. Gonna, you got four options. Yeah, I'm going to go for one. Let's go with the, the one with the crossbow. Okay. Roll the attack. Okay, let me mark that off. Okay. Spiritual weapon. Wow. Oh. Fifteen. Um, fifteen just hits. Oh! It is their exact AC. <laughs> Roll the damage. Uh, that's going to be a 17. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. No problem. They got plenty of hit points. They don't need to live that long anyways. All right. What else are you up to? That was your bonus action and some of your movement. Wasn't the attack my attack, though? Right? No. That's not how it works. Every time. <laughs> You, you try to make it more consumer of your abilities than it needs to be. So you still have an action. You can use that to continue moving through. You can use that for a melee attack of some sort. Or if you have a spell that is a bonus action to cast and is a cantrip, which I don't think you do. I don't. Um, okay. I want to... Uh, you know what? Screw Nee and Molly. No. Yes. No. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. No. Um. <laughs> you, you, you know that, like, somewhere in the deep corners of their shadow brain, where they are, like, attuned to your death plane, their little souls are going, I feel like somebody's playing with my life right here. <laughs> uh, I just want to go up to the... masked people can I use the rest of my movement to get to them yes if you're not going for the crossbow wielder yes they're within range the two that are I want to leave my spiritual weapon at the crossbower and for my action I'm going to take out my little mace (laughs) okay roll the attack uh Whichever is the shorter of the two is the one I'm attacking. Oh, highest are you? I am. So that would be. Let me go to my. She had to replace her elitism with a new, a new discriminatory behavior. <laughs> well, I had to distinguish which one. Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. I need to be doing attacks. There we go. Here we are. And go. 19. That'll hit. Roll the damage. 
seven. Okay. You whack this person. They, <coughs> as you hit them, it's, and I say, they seem fine. Like they've here? seen battle quite a bit. <laughs> That's my, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, that brings it to their turn. And since you've presented yourself to them in such an opportune way, uh, they the two that are there are going to close in on you and attack. So, because they are not sneaking around like little sneaky jerks like they were before, they no longer have advantage on the attacks, but there are two of them. So, the first one... Swings and a 24 to hit. Yes. That Their blade just swings in and cuts into you. What about a 15 to hit? Nope. Okay. And then you hear a twung. But the twung is not headed in your direction. It is headed for uh, your monk friend. And it shoots up. And because they are so far away, they have to roll with disadvantage. But they still roll pretty well. Uh... And you can see the bolt fly up over your head. Uh, Trixie, does a 19 hit? Oh, that was with disadvantage. So that was my coolest happy happy roll. And I just wasted that. But uh, Tanzanite, we're at the damage part of the ceremony. It's not uh-huh. exactly good. Are you immune to poison or resistant to poison or anything like that? No. No. Okay. Charmed, I think. Okay, so you're going to take um, six points of piercing damage. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Six. And then a constitution save and throw. All right. Um, this is what I want. Constitution. Yeah. A natural okay. 20. So you're only going to take half of 24 <laughs> damage. That means you're going to take 12. So that's a total of 12 and 6 is 18, 18 points of damage. Okay. Okay. And with that, you see they're the two that are close to you both use the disengage bonus action and leap from their place to you and use the rest of their movement to race towards the airship. Do I get opportunities? They use the disengage. Oh, because they use disengage. Duh. Yeah. Um, The crossbow wielder kind of stares at your mallet thanks for a moment and then they just vanish well and the other two did they vanish or did where did they run they're full-on pelting for the airship the airship okay yeah well they're not full-on because they didn't use you know they disengaged and ran they used their movement they, they moved about 35 feet each ish yes. you know squishy math uh, that takes us back up to the top of the order. Well, they are the top of the order at this point because they rolled so freaking amazingly. Um, but they're not doing so hot 
otherwise. Uh, Trixie, how are you going to disabuse me of the notion that my people are going to murder you all? Um, so I'm going to, like, just kind of, like, do this. I'm not actually trying to, like, do my hand of healing or whatever. I'm trying to get this person's attention. And I'm just oh, going to... They're attending to you. Okay. So I'm just going to... I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to... And then I'm going to grab them and I'm going to step of the wind off the boat. All right. Um, Aiming for the ground. Given that they're very confused and I'm going to see if they're smart enough. Oh, they are smart enough. They they totally went with you on that. Okay. Don't even have to argue with them physically. They seem to pick up what you were laying down with the wiggly arms. <laughs> so that was a success. Uh, yes. I rolled a one. Um... So, as we land, I'm going to look at them again and go. <laughs> and then I am going to take off to, to intercept uh, the people that are running right at me. Would um, you have stepped of the wind to a place that puts you between... Um, <laughs> puts you between uh, the airship and them... Or would you have stepped to the wind to the furthest distance you could? Uh, I just wasn't sure because it's technically a diagonal. Yeah, but just which would which, which um, would you think you would do? I mean, I would have gone as far as I could have to get that person away. Okay. Um, so if I am past them, then mm-hmm. I... You're just past them. You can run back at them at an angle that's used. They're, they're well within your movement. I just wanted to know if you were stepping in front of them or coming in from the side or behind them. No... So now that if I'm in front of, if I'm past them, how far yeah. am I away from Tanzanite? Um, you're close enough to be, to get to her if you would like to. I mean, this is at this point, you're all really, the well, only one who's, who's a little off of center with y'all is Asher, but even Asher is pretty close. Like you've, you've almost reconglomerated with. Well, I'm wondering if I can run to her and then come back. Um, how much movement do you have? Like a bajillion feet of movement? <laughs> 65. Yeah, why yes, not? bajillion You're... sounds about right. Bajillion feet of movement, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to run to her. Um... You're going to blow bubbles at her. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang Wait, on, let me Every just... time it's your turn, I'm just going to pull out my bubble blower and just blow bubbles the whole time. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever makes you happy. Um, okay, so... Uh, I am going to use my action to spend a, a key point and just uh, I'm just going to like grab her shoulders and shake her a little uh, and I'm going to do hand of healing um, it won't be much but it might be a little bit at least ooh uh, why can't I do math right now 10 points 10 points if of health um because you were down to what 26 minus 18 i was Good. down to eight, eight. Yeah. yeah okay so you're back up to 18 um and then i'm gonna go i'm gonna say you stay and it's just you know nothing's coming out except bubbles <laughs> um but i'm gonna do this and then I'm going to run back and uh, try to get back and intercept the assassinos. 
All right. So yes, with your ridiculous monk movement, you're able to do that. Uh, what are you, you? You get to the as close as you want to to these assassinators. Um, assassinators. Uh, I'm just gonna yell. Let's see what you're made of when you're not stabbing someone in the back. All right. Trixie yells as her kidney falls out. <laughs> it's only like hanging out a little. <laughs> so it's like when you stick your tongue out. Like, so are you attacking them? I don't have anything left. That was my action to to heal oh. Jeff. Okay. Never mind. I, I lost track of all the things in all the places at all the times. Awesome. Asher. My imaginary people are dead between the two of you, so that's fine. Uh, you can see that the person who was held by Tanzanite has, is starting to regain their sense of place. Um, who's the bigger threat? Like that there's a tour still running at the airship and that guy, right? Yeah. And there's the crossbow wielder that's disappeared yeah. into who knows where. Alright, I'm going to say... No, I'm going to shoot the furthest of the two that are running for the airship for me. Like, I don't know if they're next to each other or not, but if one's like a little bit ahead, whichever one's closer to the airship, I'm going to shoot that one. Okay. Roll the attack. I'm going to go with the tall person being closer. Do I still have advantage or no? I don't know what that was about. But uh, At this point, not for these ones, nope. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Roll the damage. Nine. Don't forget the fire damage, because you haven't replaced the bullets. It's a good thing you didn't roll a nat 1 and accidentally hit a squirrel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Trixie, I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Forty-two. <laughs> okay, what did you roll, Trixie, for your dexterity saving throw? Twenty-eight. So you're gonna take what? How much of that was the fire damage, Asher? Oh, uh. And damn it! I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Uh, twenty-six. Okay. So, so thirteen. Trixie, you're only taking thirteen of that. Yeah. Only. Only this side. Um. You watch as the the one that you sh- that Asher shoots, um, the one who's kind of been a little less damaged, but not terribly much less damaged. Uh, they're tripped up in their run towards the airship, and their arm is all aflame, and they're flailing around. And you see as the f- the, f- the flame and shrapnel expand out into a quick and. Um, effervescent burst of happiness. Both you, Trixie, and the other assassin are taking damage from this. So, the one who took the most took 42. This one took 13. Um, Let me just double check how they're doing. Um, The taller one looks 
rough. Their hand has literally caught fire with bullets throughout it. They are bleeding profusely from that spot. Um, And you can see their steps falter as they look at the wreck of their hand. All right. Um, Anything else, Asher? For my bonus action, I would like to turn to Tanzanite and say, Hey, you over there, please don't die. We would miss you. Hope this small verse helps and cast Healing Word at whatever high level I can. Hang on. Uh, Run a little low on high level spell slots here. Uh, Let's say fifth level. So 5d4. That is not shabby at all. Eighteen, sorry, not that much, but it's twice what she had. More than I have. <laughs> Is that what you get? 36? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, that takes us to... I'm impressed that you're just like subtly updating this background with the health on it every now and then. I kinda, I just quietly. I, I haven't noticed it happen and then I just look and it's updated. <laughs> just quietly every once in a while. Make an update. Send it over to y'all. Um, Jess. It's about to be your turn, but you hear first, just based on attention and kind of like management of space, the suffusion of healing hitting you, a draconic scream of rage and frustration, high-pitched and small, Oh, no. Larissa, you hear it in your head. In addition, Larissa, you hear, or Trixie, you hear, He's up! (laughs) Uh, Asher, you also hear the scream, but it happens after your turn, so I can't have you immediately react to it in any way that's super duper cool and awesome. Uh, Tanzanite. You've got your spiritual weapon up near the crossbow wielder. You've got these two, one looking pretty ragged and rough. Um, assassins running in one direction. You've got the individual that you dropped the um, control over who appears to be um, stupefied. They're just standing there looking at everything and taking a moment to process the world around them. And then what are you going to do? Where did the scream come from? Came from behind the curtains. Came from behind the curtains. It's Emmy. Yeah. Jessica would know that it's Emmy. But yeah. you Tanzanite may not know it's Emmy. Might not know where you hid away, Lord Blackwood, unless you told her, I don't know. But I don't Because you kinda went sneaky duper duper. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of had to, Duper. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to stay where I am, because that's what Trixie said to do. Uh, My action is going to be at the fourth level 
a guiding bolt to the shorter one again, the shorter assassin guy. Okay. Uh, roll the attack on that, or is that something else? I can't remember now. Um, guiding bolt, I feel like, is just... attack. A... Yeah, it's just an attack. So, let's okay. see. And what level are you throwing this out at? Da, 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 fourth level, and it's an at 20. Woo! Beautiful, so... Nine. Take him out. You, uh... Roll, you, you're rolling those 7d6 and doubling. Or roll them again and have whatever. Have fun. Um, Definitely this, hits. This, 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 is this wrong? Um, this says 14 d6. You rolled the fourth level? Uh-huh. And because it's a critical, it'll be 14d6 or, you know, the seven rolled to white doubled. So the fourth level version of the spell is to roll it seven normally, but you critically hit. Oh, so that means so it, you get to ride 14d6. Okay, it does the work it for you. automatically did that. That's why I was like, uh, amazing. Oh, so many ones. Why is it not calculating? Am I? Okay, there we go. 34. Um, describe to me the... Well, actually, nope. Don't describe to me. <laughs> let, me let me double check here. Were you going for the tall one or the short one? The short the shorter one. one. Yeah, don't describe it for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding on. They're, they saw their friend with the arm burst all apart. And then this blast of radiant... Di- ridiculousness hits them and they just almost keel over blood gushes from their mouth but they're barely holding on <laughs> sorry I was, I, I was reading something you did double the damage right it was, yes she yeah. did okay yeah D beyond automatically did it yeah she got yeah it was really fancy got the fancy moment um uh, that sorry. sucks all right bonus action womp them with the spiritual weapon that you're womping the crossbow wielder Right, because yes. to move your thing would be too far to go. Correct. So roll the attack on crossbow wielder. Fifteen. Just hits. Yeah. Same as before. Sixteen. Ooh, that's that's ouchy. They are feeling fine though. It doesn't hurt. It just feels wompy, like. I'm being bashed about the head by a radiant magical mace of doom. So yes, you see kind of playing no longer a crowd control, but like orchestrator of death. The guiding bolt launched off one way, the the other stuff launched off the other way. And with guiding bolt, I believe Tanzanite, that gives the next person who attacks advantage on that, right? Or no? The next attack roll made against that target before the end of Tanzanite's next turn will have advantage due to the mystical dim light glittering on the target. So they're kind of a glitter and a glow, making them easy to hit. An assassin's least favorite friend. A glitter, a glow, and a bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's their turn. And blood pouring from the mouth of the mask of the, this dragon mask that this this one had uh, 
Trixie, I think you're the only one close enough to hear them say, Prior Draconis. And as they say Prior Draconis, their mask and body glow brightly. You see the person, their, their, their um, associate scream, No! I would like Trixie, Asher, and Tanzanite to make dexterity saving throws as they blow themselves up. Okay. Well, bye-bye. Two lots of my creatures. 22. 27. 22, 27. You both save. 30 save and throw. There it is. 13. You don't make the save. All right. 56 points of necrotic and fire damage burst from this person as they self-immolate through the auspices of their mask, killing their partner immediately. And as that ring of necrosis and fire expands further and further, it hits you, Trixie, next. And having made your save, you take half that damage. 27. Then it hits you, Asher. Uh-oh. You take half of that damage halved again due to distance. Okay. And then so Tanzanite, you take only half the damage based on your distance, so you're going to take the 27 because you did not make the save. So Trixie was near the center of the blast. Asher, I don't know what your situation is. Um, Tanzanite. Not quite dead yet. 27 points of damage. Oh, wait. Uh, I did that wrong. Sorry, continue. And you see the person who'd just been sitting there stupefied just conflagrate as they burned to a crisp. Um, the other one? The tall the one? The other one. We're still in combat order, even though the parent foes are no longer visible um, because there is a sneaky jerk of a um, crossbow-wielding assassin somewhere at play, and there is the scream from behind the curtains. But the apparent uh, problem, children, are all dead. And I can't do anything else on my turn, so, because I killed myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You can see uh, I think after the, the blast, Trixie um, and Asher probably, because you're kind of close, and Jess, you're kind of close-ish, you probably all see that the two assassins that you've been closest to are collapsed smoking husks of once sentient beings. Um, and that those necrotic energies are still playing over their bodies and even more localized on the mask of the one who had self Emulated in this last attempt to subvert you all. Uh, Trixie, it is your turn. Uh, I am going to head for Lord Black 
Wood. 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 <laughs> yeah, having that problem lately too. Blackburn um, wood. Uh, so I am, I'm just gonna take off and use my uh, action and movement action to dash if I need to. Unlike before, you are not encumbered by the attempt to fake moving slow, mm-hmm. and it takes very little for you to get over there. You use your full movement um, to get behind the curtain to peek behind the curtain and you immediately see an enraged any and no sign of Blackwood um I think to Emmy which way immediately with almost a predatory serpentine grace and he points directly at the airship Um, I feel I sc- like you were just there. I scoop up Emmy, uh, and I, I hold them to my chest, and then I use my action to dash back to where I was. Awesome. <laughs> I, I feel for you right now. You've been bouncing back and forth, back and forth. Any uh, Ento, you are back there. That was your movement. The King Pong, the pirate. Action. Backward, back at the... Below the airship, but looking up at it. Um, I still have my bonus action, but yes. I'm not getting any closer to the ship right now. Okay. I'm. My health on the screen is not up to date. <laughs> no, it is not. And I am. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, having this moment of laughter. Because I was trying to update it, and I was like, oh my god. Did not realize where y'all were. But now I do. So, that'll be updated in a moment. So you're not doing anything else. There's nobody between you and Asher. So, Asher, it is your turn. Uh, is the ship still burning? Uh, the component that was bulging out has, seems to just have no longer be functioning. You can hear noises coming from within the ship, but you can't see anything at this moment. Um, but whatever that component was that was on the outside has completely slagged into just a hot metallic mesh at this point. Um, I'm going to say... Wait, I'm going to walk over. Can I get within 30 feet of it? Or within 10 feet of it, actually? Yeah, yeah. it would have to be 10 feet. Okay. 10 feet of the, of the metallic mush that is mm-hmm. all that is left of it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh, uh, you can thing. see how it's connected to the airship, that there's some sort of through-hole there. Um, yeah. Wait. Can I see how to turn it off? Like, is that apparent? Because I know the guy was talking about turning it off, but I didn't hear that. But is that something I would know, like, looking at it? Uh, just go ahead and roll a intelligence check. Um Um, it's not that you're not an intelligent being. (laughs) You are a smart being, but it is so melted down that figuring out what components are there at best, it's it's not even really attached to the airship in any way form, except for where that through hull was. And you can see scorch marks around there. Um, just based on your passive perception, you would see all that. Um, what's your investigation bonus? 
okay, three, so that means you're at 13. Uh, yeah, you can see that there's the, the scorch marks on the through hole. And I think you have enough knowledge of how fires have happened in the past. I mean, you just put out a fire that you had kind of caused uh, at a pumpkin house not so long ago. Um, and this is a situation where the fire has moved internal to the airship and is no longer being fed by this outside contraption. Can I see, like, into into the ship? Like, is there holes burning? Um, let's say, let's say I climb up the gangplank and allow it to give me an elevated view. Then can I see down, like, my floating gangplank? Like, if you moved your gangplank into position to cl- to walk up the airship? Yeah, or like, to, so if I like elevated myself above it, would I be able to see down into where the fire is? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, you climb up to the top of the gangplank and you look down, and the decking looks fine, but there is smoke coming from several hatches. Do I have any movement left after all this? Probably not. Um, like enough to get to the hatch? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll jump off and go to the hatch and... Can I use my... Oh, I just probably use my bonus action to move my stairs around shit. Um, Moving the stairs would be your bonus action. Um, All I need is like a little tiny hole this big. Is there anything that I can see? Roll a perception the, check. Okay. <laughs> I just... I have. I need to be able to see. That's a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, there's a hole. Okay. There's a, there's a hole. I don't... Okay. Tell me what the hole looks like. Tell me how big it is. Is it big enough for your body to go through? I don't know. What nope. is this hole? <laughs> it's it's the size of a small coin, and I just see it flickering down in there where the fire lives. And um, now I will say... Actually, uh, roll a perception check since you found the small hole. And you are able to look through it, and it's a small coin size. 26. The fire is burning the magical component, that material that is used for airships. You... We're not aware that it was consumable in this way. The whole proselytizing of the airship structures was that this was a material so difficult to burn that they had yet to successfully burn it, and it is on fire. Okay, what I'm going to say is it's great for baking, but also fire suppression. So much baking soda. I'm going to fill that like a huge area down there with baking soda as much as I can to put the fire out. What size can you summon at this point? Huge. Huge. I love this. Um, Let me do a quick Google search on what happens when you suddenly fill a floating object with several tons of baking soda. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how to even think about this. I'm bleeding out over here. I'm not thinking clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm no, no. I'm loving out. that. This is really cool. I'm just trying to. So Asher up above, everything seems good. You, you're on the deck. You feel a kathunk. Trixie, and Tanzanite. The Uh-oh. airship is suddenly crashing down from up above. Ah, I broke it anyway. I'm trying to save it. It 
you, you, um, Trixie, roll a perception check. And Tanzanite, go ahead and roll it as well. I think you're a little bit further away, but. So with a 23 and Tanzanite, what do you get? Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, Tanzanite, you don't quite pick this up. Trixie, you see it, the airship, as it's lowered down with uh, the sudden ferocity and force, the stone beneath it is deformed. For whatever reason, whatever redesign that they've done on this airship, it is not acting like any airship before. And you know that it was a prototype. This was a whole big deal. This is why there was a whole launching for this. But this airship is different from any that have come before it. And as it deforms, it almost reshapes the stone beneath it into a cradle of sorts. From whatever great weight is suddenly bringing it down. Steam rises up. It'll disappear in three hours. It'll be fine. So I I, I just want to make sure I understood. So basically... It's like almost like it's armored in a way. I'm just trying to understand exactly what you're trying to describe. Like, what you're seeing is that, it's re- it, that it is making an imprint in the rock beneath. Yeah, it. it is imprinting the rock, and somehow the airship does not seem to be as affected by that. Like you should see reciprocity, uh, reciprocity between like stone and apparent wooden structure, but the apparent wooden structure is not as forgiving as the stone is in this instance. Okay. It has shields. Yeah, it's got to be anti-dragon fire, y'all. <laughs> it was an important invention. Got to bring those airships up to code for firefights. Okay. All right. Um, Asher, is that the end of your turn now? Yeah. I think I abused my movement quite a bit there. I'll be done now. Okay. <laughs> Tanzanite, before it's your turn, you... Um, hear a... Actually, you all hear a voice... Well, not Asher. Asher is busy crushing um, the world. You hear a voice go, well, that's convenient. And then the scrambling sound. And you're just able to make out... I think this is why Tanzanite rolled so low on the previous perception check. I'm giving her, her some love here. You just make out Lord Blackwood pressing some jeweled amulet from around his neck onto the airship. Damn it. What are you going to do, Tansy? It's your turn. Give me your action. I'll cover him in baking soda. <laughs> How far away from him am I? Uh, you are... He's at the airship, and you've been really close to it, so he's easily within your movement Just knock to get him any the fuck out. closer that you want to get to or whatever. You're, you're within range to do... Honestly, y'all are within range to do anything you want to do. As long as it involves the airship. So is the jewel already like in the ship? I saw that. Or is he like getting it off his necklace to put it? He's already pressed it up against the ship. Um, roll a perception check if you'd like to. Yeah. Uh, perception. Seventeen. 
Um, you vaguely make out something about him, him muttering something about his great lady. Some sort of like, it's like he's repeating it over and over again. I'm going to do the first thing that pops into my head, which is usually dumb. But if I'm in distance, I'm going to just run and tackle him and really try to specifically grab his arm slash that thing and take him down. All right. Roll a... I, this is definitely an athletics check. Barreling cleric of shadows. Uh, I, I think we've already determined that Blackwood is like a like a prissy aristocrat, so hopefully this won't be too hard. Um, but go ahead and make that roll, Tanzanite. Another 17? Well, he has this advantage because he's currently busy summoning an evil deity. Um, so, yes, you successfully tackle him, knocking him prone. His hand has a burnt mark where the amulet was. And as you hold him prone, and you look back over your shoulder, you can see the amulet is still attached to the airship. Cool. I'll fight a god. I got eight health left. It'll be fine. Okay, so that was my action, my movement. I don't think I can do anything for my bonus action. Um, can I just bring my spiritual weapon 120 feet closer <laughs> to me? <laughs> Does it have that much movement? Yeah, 120. Okay. Yeah, you you move your your spiritual weapon up. You can right hit the you. amulet with it. You even have that. You can whack it. Am I? Oh, it's that close. I'm yeah. 120 feet is a lot of movement. Just like knock it like a baseball. So you're gonna you're gonna hit the no, amulet. To get it, not destroy it. We're supposed to. Our mission was to make it stop possessing him. So, whatever. Maybe if you can smash it, then problem solved. Okay. No, I'm just going to bring it closer to me. I don't want to... No, yeah, hit it. Hit it. Okay, roll the attack, please. <laughs> DC is super low. Because it is a immobile object attached to a very large airship. Okay, so that was, that was fourth level. Okay, there you are. Wait, no, where'd you go? There you are. You can do it! <laughs> Not 20. <laughs> what a waste, so 29. Uh, describe to me what happens to this amulet. And a little bit to the airship, probably, with a nat 20. Like, how would you, what would you think would happen smashing your spiritual mace of gigantic size into a small magical amulet uh, that is attached to the side of an airship? Amulet definitely shatters into tiny, tiny little particles, and they're just kind of floating in the air. And then there's 
And then I, sh I assume the ship's made out of, is it wood or like a metal? Well, it seems to be able to deform stone when pressed down. So then just, it leaves a really big dent. There is an impression of the amulet with the detail facets of the gem and yeah, the exactly. inlay laid out around it and a little bit of like two lines going off where there used to be a string attached to the necklace that was around Blackwood's throat. Blackwood screams in anguish when this <coughs> struck this item is apparently destroyed. Those that falling glitter of gemstone particles begins to move on their own towards the curtain coalescing as they go okay Trixie roll a perception check <laughs> You hear it. You hear it before they get too close. And you whip around in time to see two blades coming at you. Does a 17 hit? No. Then the other one definitely doesn't hit either. So the assassin that was the crossbow wielder had taken advantage of this hubbub to gain ground on you and get closer to you. And because you heard their last missed step, you were able to avoid both blades and any surprise attack bonuses and fun where I got to roll two dice and really make it rough. But both blades miss. You're face to face with someone wearing a mask of white, green, and black with a long draconic snout. to live through this. It's your turn. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with all that? Uh, <laughs> um, I used all of their abilities as much as I could to get them there and I still failed the stupid roll. <laughs> um, I am going to say uh, I'm gonna look at them and go maybe not but neither will you. And I'm going to take my hammer from over oh, my, or my shit. shovel from over my my shoulder, and I'm just gonna start swinging. Roll your attacks. Twenty-eight hits. Roll the next one. Natural twenty. Roll the next one. Twenty-seven. Are you rolling more? Yeah, because I'm doing. Uh, no, wait, no. Uh. Uh, yes, but it would, it would, hang on, it would be... Why would, don't you roll the three damages for those three, and then well, we'll figure out. Well, hang on, hang on, because the, the, it would be flurry of blows, or it would be, it would be two unarmed strikes. So it wouldn't be 27, it would be a 24. Okay. Does that, does that change anything? Nope. Okay, and then one more. That one's only a 17. What is the lowest possible damage you can roll for Without four hits? A, the lowest possible damage? If Just I were to roll very a curious. one, like if you rolled all ones, what would be the lowest possible damage? Uh, thirty-six. Yeah, describe to me the doom of this assassin. <laughs> all right, 
Um, just the whole outlay of all four hits, how you just take apart this truly roguish rogue and obliterate their ability to survive. So I bring my shovel around to smack them straight in the face the first time, and then I flip so that it's the other side, and I pull them up under the chin, and as they, like, fall back and stagger down, I just right at them, and I'm just, I just do quick right to the face, just finish them off. It's not, it's not a big finale thing, because I still want to move. (laughs) But... And as, as as he doesn't get up and he stops breathing, I stand up and I go, told you. And then I run. <laughs> In the imagination of a bardic storyteller looking on from, I don't know, maybe 20 feet away, you might almost want to proselytize it the shambling corpse of bone and gristle that lays behind Trixie as she moves forward went, but it wasn't capable of that because you can clearly see the lungs. Um, <laughs> Trixie. Shake it with a long off the end of your shovel. <laughs> so you're moving to the curtain? Uh, yes, doing? I'm headed straight. I'm headed straight for the... I was following the, the dust particle. Following the recoalescing crystal dust. Yeah. Okay. Um, just... Really quickly, roll a will, a willpower saving throw, a, a will, um, wisdom saving wisdom. throw. I'm, I'm, I might be like Final Fantasy was a recent thing I started playing again a little bit of. I must have zoned out. Is the amulet trying to reform itself? Is that what's going on? There's a lot of sparkles and they're moving and they're recoalescing. Uh, fourteen. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> It reset when it got busted. Okay. So you're moving towards that. Um, Asher, you're up on top of the airship. You felt it clunk down. The hold is full of baking soda. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who'd do such a thing. I mean, like, absolutely brimful. The smoke has stopped. The heat has stopped. Well, it's cooling off because you did feel like the airship was a little warm on the, on the surface, um, and you can start to feel it starting to rise again, but it's taking a while. You've heard noises from down below. What are you up to? Uh. I'm going to limp down the stairs and so coming down the stairs you see this crystal ruby reddish color dust floating and gathering darker floating towards the curtains away from you all Trixie pursuing it almost on it Uh... Um, Tanzanite standing below I would like to... Looking pretty rage awesome with her corpse here, there. Another corpse that you couldn't see at the time, but now you recognize a pair of lungs sticking out of it. Not sure where that one came from. I'm going to say, like a puff of smoke, the magic disappears fast. 
wait, did you need that? And I'm going to cast Dispel Magic at the on the cloud of stuff flying. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. That's three. <laughs> you cast Dispel Magic, and for a moment, those crystals shiver in place, and an intrusive thought it's your mind and you hear a voice go hello friend are you here to help me too and you are charmed ah oh, shit on the well, other side of things I will say I'm, this at least I'm easy to kill to you um, charm is only makes you feel friendly towards this thing you can still do all your other functions and things you just can't seek to harm this floating crystal cloud um, and in the process of casting dispel you cast it and you did remove something but it is a magical ar- artifact and it is quite powerful it is not in itself a magic effect it is magical so you would have picked that up all right anything else on your turn uh, no. Okay. Uh, so viewing it now as a friendly, um, Blackwood continuing to scream, a blood almost pouring from his eye duct, or his tear ducts, his face looking racked with pain. He stumbles to his feet and looks around at a loss, unable to distinguish really anything. Um, Adelaide, who had been skulking about trying to get a beat on the other assassin, darts out of cover and restrains him. We'll say that, that we'll say that she was successful since he's like bleeding out of his eyes. He can't really see to stop her. <laughs> he's fighting, but he's he's uh, seeming to be coming out. And um, yeah, your dispel magic actually was impacting him more so than anything particular about the device itself. Um, that takes us to Tanzanite. I just need my crystal to be its turn so I can do dark, dangerous things. <laughs> Don't worry, Tanzanite. It's only going to eat you. But he's he's no longer under me, right? Blackwood? Yeah. Adelaide's right there with you, restraining him. You you knocked him prone. He was trying to get up, trying to get to regain his, trying to go for the crystal. Um his eyes are bleeding, or his yeah. tear ducts are bleeding. Uh, but Adelaide is right there with you, restraining him. Keeping him from moving in that direction. And the crystally dust is still moving in that same direction. Towards the curtains, yes. I'm gonna... Uh... Because my spiritual weapon's right there. 
So I'm going to stand up, pulling her with me. And as a bonus her, action... Her and Blackwood? Cause she's, she's holding Blackwood right now. Yeah, yeah. Her okay. as well. Okay. So me and her stand up, and I'm going to drop my, as a bonus action, drop my thing on her. <laughs> Him. You're pulling her away from Blackwood and dropping your spiritual weapon on him? Yes. Like to hold him down? Or to, no, to kill, kill him. him? Roll the attack. Right? Um. Twenty-four. That hits. Roll the damage. <laughs> Thirteen. Um, he's dead. <laughs> okay. He's Adelaide sweet. screams. She looks like she is no longer a friend. Oh. I'm trying to remember who Adelaide even is. His She's wife. his husband, or his wife. Okay, but like she, I thought, all right. Adelaide brought you all in through the secret society. Uh, to get this thing away from her husband Uh, to rescue him from this stuff. Shoot, that's right. And I just (laughs) go through. I had my story wrong in my head. (laughs) It's okay. This is color. I feel like I should have stopped you, but I thought this was just Tanzanite. Like, fuck this guy. I thought that was a character decision you were making. There was not. That, this was a Jessica confused two people, and I thought I was supposed to kill him. Um, I'm gonna just back away, and that's my turn. <laughs> oh, we are in such deep shit. <laughs> um... Who will fight the dragons when we're all in jail for murder? I'm not sure. I'm just gonna go. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh. Yeah. Um. Okay. (laughs) It's like, I don't even know what to do now. Uh, It's not her turns. Her turn isn't until after Asher's turn. So it'll be a little bit, but she's clearly not happy. Um. Okay. Uh. Wow. If only, if only someone was the goddess of death. <laughs> I, I am a boat farrier. I, I dra- I'm like a crossing guard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Um. I'm just reveling in this moment of fun. Oh. No, I know what I can do. Our okay. first murder hobo moment. Uh, so, yeah, actually, our, that is a murder our, hobo moment. Our, our. This has been the murder hobo battle. Yeah, I murder hoboed half of the city guard, so I'm already on there. Uh, okay, well, so maybe this apparently. is maybe this is our second murder hobo moment because I just needed a moment. Oh, that was to an process accident. That. This was definitely um, intentional. Yeah, that was definitely. Just a total wrong mistake on my part, but we did it, um, so let's move yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, that happened. It's fine. Things things happen. Uh, 
Trixie, you're the only one close enough to see this as those crystal pieces seem to try to fuse together, but they're somehow also repelled from each other, glowing there in this cloud of something. Um, and since you are so close, I also need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Popped up on top of my other d20, so I didn't count it, and then I rolled it across the way, and it rolled the same thing. It wasn't cocked, but it like landed right on top of the other one. Um, is wisdom save 24? Uh, you feel a a like before the first time I had you do this, you kind of felt a hit of something trying to grasp at your mind, and this time you feel it again, and it's a slightly stronger, but you're able to push it away once again. Um, you're not sure that. You, now that your defenses are up, you feel like you were more confident in pushing it away. But if you had been, um, if it had come on this strong the first, the, the most recent time, you are concerned it would have overwhelmed you. Yeah. So it is becoming increasingly more powerful as those, those happen. Instead, what happens is a red beam of light shoots out of it. And I needed to see if it hits you. So... That is both the most exciting roll I've ever had and the crappiest roll I've ever had because its beams are separate. So they all fire off in different things, kind of like an Eldritch Blast situation. Um, one just like shoots up in the air like a misaligned mirror. Those fragments of gemstone just not quite under its control, whatever entity controls this. And the other one aims straight for you if a 23 hits. Okay, question. Yeah. Would this be considered a missile? No. Damn, okay. These are beams of energy. They are magical, if that helps you in any way. Uh, I don't think so, because I feel like... Uh, where is it? I can never remember... Where, uh, uh, action, reaction... Um, To defect or catch the missile, yeah. I guess I can't. I can't deflect this it. So this is not a missile. Oh, okay. Yes, it hits. I almost forgot to blow bubbles for you. Um. Oh, it hit. Oh. Oh, it hit. Oh, okay. What? I'm gonna roll it because maybe I'll you roll did. once. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna roll only once. Well, if I do the, if I do it as I have it standing, you will be dead. But if I only roll ones, you won't be dead. So this is like a gift. It's a gift. A gift. No, this is not a gift. <laughs> <laughs> That's 20 points of necrotic energy. Okay, I am down. Our first down individual in quite a while. Yeah, since Tanzanite actually died. Yeah, well, you know, she likes to, you know, take it to the next level. Um, Well, no, I thought, no, 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 did she, no, she did, she did die and I, like, stabilized her or something. Like, she was rolling. She's rolling death saves. Yeah. You're not dead, dead. You're just rolling death saves. (laughs) I'm not dead yet. Um, And it is now your turn. So if you would be so kind. um, Wait, wait, I I have dice for this. Hang on. Oh, wait. 
Where are they? <laughs> I always love it uh, when you hold on to those special dice for the, the moment, but um. At least I remember to use it if I can actually find. <laughs> I can find it. I feel like you bought me some of these. I don't know where they are. I bought one for everyone. Yeah, they're they they're the black one with the death life death life D twenties. Scholar a heart on it. Yeah. Oh, and I noticed the other day that it has special. Ooh, that's so pretty. It has special for the natural twenty the and the natural yeah. one has special crit yep, symbols, yep. which okay. I had to like double check both of those right. to make sure I knew for, which was For which. those of you watching, these are the dice I'm referring yes. to. So, the white dots are actually skulls, and then hearts, and then that's a crit fail. And then, where is it? It's somewhere. That's a crit success. Okay. One success. Good, one success. And using its a legendary action, it is going to petrify. Um, so it is casting petrify let me see if I can actually do this to you, because it might not be in range. Petrify. Goodness. <laughs> I can hear you rummaging around over there. You can hear Jason rummaging around? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm almost dead. I figured I should grab him, but... Um, yes. Oh, good. It can do this from a distance. Sweet. Uh, oh, yay. Great. So I need Tanzanite to roll a... Let me see what it says here. Yeah, a wisdom saving throw. Tanzanite's muted. She's hiding from us. She doesn't want to. Well, this is head. probability of demise. We're supposed to actually have to face some consequences here. Consequences. 18? Here comes the consequence. 18 saves. Uh, you feel this wash of something coming at you, and you will take half. So you are going to take one point of damage. Oh, good. I guess apparently I'm going to slow wheedle you down. <laughs> Um, oh, wait. Damage, not heal, Jessica. I mean, cheat mode's on, I guess. Uh, Asher, you are currently still charmed, but you can roll a charisma saving throw to get out of it, or a wisdom saving throw to get out of it. Oh, damn it. Don't do that to me. That's not, that's not nice. <gasps> a net 20 by wisdom saving throw. Woo! You no, are no man. longer enthralled and charmed by this you realize that it's not a good thing you are aware you are restored to your own faculties with regard to this thing I'm gonna run grab Trixie's dead ass ankle and <laughs> pull her as far away from that thing as I can uh, because you've come within range of it I need you to roll another wisdom save <laughs> but because you broke out you get to roll it with advantage the DC has been moving up 15. I have no wisdom bonus. This is the problem. Um, you feel your mind 
slide back into that space and you are once again charmed by it. But keep in mind, that just means you're friendly with it. it does not mean you're not friendly with your friends. You can still drag your friend out of the way. How far away from me is Tanzanite? Tanzanite at this point, probably like within 30-ish feet-ish. Maybe 40 if Tanzanite wants it to be further. <laughs> okay, I'm going to drag Trixie by her ankle as close to Tanzanite as I can get. All the while saying, these are my friends. It's okay. You don't have to hurt them. And then I'm going to... Um, uh, 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 Solitary uh, uh, pink uh, bubble trickles out of Trixie's mouth. <laughs> the last bubble. Actually. Is it going to be big? It's really hard to blow just one bubble. That was still two, even though I was trying to blow just one. I'm going to have bubble juice all over my keyboard. That was not smart. Ah, ah, I'm blowing bubbles for a while Arma. here. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, these words of healing will breathe life back into you. I think we need it. And I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds at the sixth level. Ooh. Uh, 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 I need the D8. Where are you? I've been waiting for us all to like get back together so I could heal us. <laughs> um, wait, seven, eight. Twenty-five to everybody. Nice. Ooh, that's lovely for Trixie. Um, what does that put you all at? Like, I think that puts you at thirty-three for Asher. <laughs> Trixie, that's directly 25, right? <laughs> 33 for me as well. Mm, you're both, you're, you're, you're twinning on the health. Hey, somehow yeah. you've inverted the, the health paradigm too because now you've got, um, you've got, well, actually, Trixie, you're out of death saves, but you're all like in a super healthy space overall. That's super, super cool. Super healthy. Super healthy. You're no longer a red square of doom. As opposed to a red squirrel of doom. <laughs> the red squirrel is no longer a red dead squirrel. <laughs> dead red. Dead red squirrel. Anything else you're doing on your turn, Kasher, um, besides saving the whole crew? and? I can't cast a mage hand right now because I just cast a spell, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Oh, wait. That's also not a bonus action spell. Never mind. Um... Okay, I will. Do a thing that involves a thing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cast. Oh, I got a bell to touch that I can't reach. Never mind. Uh, I'm just gonna let it go because I'm not gonna attack the thing because it's my best friend. Okay. Um, I call bullshit this isn't charisma. It's a trunk spell. <laughs> yeah, this is more of like a hostile takeover. Uh, that's... Wait, 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 wait. I love how excited nope. you got. It's an action. Never mind. <laughs> and then the deflation happened. Darn it. Adelaide. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot about her. Sees her husband clearly not breathing or alive. You've pulled her up and then done this. 
murder in her eyes, Tanzanite. Yep. Blood on her dress. And she can't deal with it. It's too much. Glaring at you, she just says, well, if that's how the world's going to be. And she flips her rifle under her own chin. The echoing retort is the last sound any of you hear for solid heartbeats as this woman who is just looking to rescue her husband takes her own life slumps to the ground and silence reigns What would you like to do in your turn, Tanzanite? Well, I was going to bring her husband back, but... I mean, I'm going to do the only thing I can think of, which is not smart to do in this moment, but I'm going to do it. And I'd like to go into my shadowness no, that's so dumb. I should leave her alone. I don't know. Um. Um. Yeah, I want to go into my shadow, like, world and. Roll your death. Nine, right? Yeah, okay, so uh nineteen. I rolled all ones on that. That how is it possible that I roll all ones on that? Oh sure, now you roll all ones. <laughs> you are no longer in the plane of the living. You're in this strange interim zone space. It's changed, though. Uh, Where once it was shadows everywhere, now there's a silent but flowing stream of shadows. Rocks to each side, a river, a waterfall up ahead and a waterfall down below. But it's not water, it's shadows. And a small fairy made of shadowed timbers stands on the side of the bank you're on and across the way you make out two bright points of light huddled on the ground three other darker points of lights or two other darker points of light looking down at them And those two are familiar to you. That is your brother and sister. 
But these two new ones, they're very different from their living forms. Blackwood and Adelaide stand hunched over awaiting the ferry to the side that you're on. Do you cross over to collect them? Um, can I cross over but not necessarily usher them quite yet? I've never... I want to try to talk to them. You have full control and almost as thought suits action. This space belongs to you. And the symbolism of the fairy means so little except as the visual aid that it actually works as. And you're on the other side tying up to a rough pier of shadow before you even thought about it. You don't even, you're not even sure you know how to make the knot you're making. But it doesn't matter because you're here and you can see your brother and sister, the other brother having disappeared at some point in the last interaction you had in this space. And you see Adelaide and you see a different version of Lord Blackwood. He's Um. consoling Adelaide. And then both of their eyes, their gazes are drawn towards you and your brother and sister almost as if they're an afterthought fade to the background of the shadowy realm that you're in. Um, I simply want to look at Adelaide and Blackwood and just say, I have no words for what I've done but I'm willing to correct this and take you back to the other side if you want. Or I'd be more than happy to usher you across myself. Go ahead and roll a Persuasion check. Okay. Persuasion. Oh, four. Adelaide's eyes grow darker. Her incorporeal form wisps out into shadows. Blackwood remains light, but seeing his wife in this state, he also starts to deform into shadow. And then Adelaide says, No. I will haunt you forever. You deserve this. And as she says this, she coalesces into a shadow form. And Blackwood follows not long after. And through your aspect, you can feel your domain has grown. 
two more have joined your shadow cohort. But they're not exactly the peaceful type. We don't know what the ramifications of this will be. But even as you consider these unwilling additions to your folk, you're snapped back into reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Damn it! <laughs> okay. Anything else you would like to do on your turn, Tanzanite? Any thoughts that Tanzanite is having? It's She's almost just... like no time has passed here in the material living world. No, she's just kind of gone almost catatonic for a minute. That's it. Can you roll a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. You feel a creeping thought try to take advantage of this moment and you push it out. You don't have room for anything else given this recent event. Even in a state of grieving you're able to shove aside this intruder and the crystal components that used to be a gem that are still trying to recoalesce becoming smaller and tighter and more intricately woven pulse faintly as you resist its intrusion takes it to its turn And it is going to try to slip away. Glittering dust flying behind it. And as it flies away, uh, Trixie, you are close enough to have an opportunity attack against dust. Oh, I'm taking a swing at it with my shovel. (laughs) Roll the attack. Be aware, glittering dust. I I know, but like it's trying to, to... Get tighter together. So if I can spread it out again, at least that's my line of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, attack with my shovel would be that's a twenty-eight. You smash into the glittering pile of dust. It disperses, and as it disperses, four beams of that energy launch from it in multiple directions, willy-nilly a little bit. It's going to be rolling with disadvantage for each all four of them but they are going to try to hit you. Well, that just sucked right there. Those paired. Those paired. Okay, does a 23 hit? Yes. One of the beams hits you. The rest just... We're going to take 10 points of damage. Okay. But I didn't do any damage to it. Uh, 
It's hard to tell. Okay. Do you want to smack it some more? Uh. It is further apart. It is no longer as congealed as it was trying to get. You have caused some sort of change here. Uh, sure. I'm just going to keep swinging at, like, the largest grouping of it, I guess. Roll the attack. That's a nat one. You swing, you miss. Because <laughs> there's a bit of glitter in your eye, and you realize it was part of it, and you have to smack that away. <laughs> um... Uh, I'm gonna... I don't know what to do. Um, I don't think I have, like, anything in... Do it, do it. I don't have, I don't have anything. Like, I, don't, I, I got none. You got your flurry of blows. Nah, I'm not gonna try it. I'm not gonna punch glitter. <laughs> At least, like, with a flat blade that, like, Some makes sense. Some of us are very judgy about punching glitter. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to punch glitter. No, no, no. You said you weren't going to punch glitter. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I know. Uh, glitter punch is my exotic dancer name. <laughs> um, it's mine now. Let me use that. <laughs> what I would like to do is, I guess, for. Uh, well. I don't know if this technically is like held then. I guess I don't know how this works. Because uh, I can use a key point to take to dodge as a bonus action. So I would like to yeah, do that. Yeah, you'll be in the dodge situation, which will give a disadvantage on any attack against you. Which I would like to do if another beam comes my way. Does that seem okay? That seems reasonable. Dodge is just like a, it's it's a standing thing for things that are coming for you for the next okay. little bit. So it's it's really a good thing to do when you don't really know what else to do. Um, Asher, it is taking its um, ridiculous action, whatever those things are called, I forgot already, and it is trying to laser you. It sh- even though I'm charmed, it's shooting at me. Yeah, it's an idiot. I had to roll a dice and it. It's been dispersed. Its intelligence has dropped by five because of being dispersed. So I had things happen. I did a thing! Yeah, you did a thing. You screwed me over. Um, well, hopefully that lowers d- the DC for my... <laughs> does a 20 hit. It does. Great. One of the beams of the four that come from this dispersed version glances and hits you. That's 10 points of damage. They sound so salty. I don't understand. Mechanics that I built should have made them harder. Would my friend hit me with a beam like that? Um, with that hit, he said the that charm he is gone. Because once something does something to you like that, you no longer believe it is friends. And that little voice in your head is banished. And it is your turn. And you know it? that it has charmed you twice now. How close is it to Trixie? Um, it's kind of a cloud around her, sort of, at this point, yeah. since she's dispersed it in such an interesting way. But it's really close to her. Uh, 
feel like I can't go near it, but I can't explode it because Trixie's standing in it. <laughs> I love this. Those are the choices. Go near it or explode it. Oh, Trixie's near it, so I'm not going to explode it. Uh, Trixie, thank you for protecting my monsters. <laughs> it's considered a creature and not, or a magical item and not a creature, right? Yeah. Damn Alright. Hang on. <laughs> well, it actually occupies both roles right now but due to its uh, current nature. Could so... I polymorph it? Okay. <laughs> What's the save for that? <laughs> uh, wisdom 20. It failed that, so it's going to use one of its legendary resistances to just win. <laughs> but you just took out its one of two legendary resistances. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring in the old stairs, the old gangplank, and just drive through it, like, shave as close to Trixie as I can without hitting her, and just go through the dust to disperse it. Roll the attack. <laughs> it's a natural one. 20. It's a natural oh. 20. <laughs> I was going to be so excited if it was a natural one. I'd be like, and Trixie and the dust go flying off into outer That's space. That's what I think it was going to happen. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't hit anything with this all night. I don't even have it pulled up anymore. All three of you, could you all roll wisdom saving throws? Twenty three. Hang on. I got all my lucky points. Give me a second. Not twenty. So twenty four. I got no lucky points left, and that's a five. Aww. I did not roll above a five that whole time. That's my highest roll. I think with with uh, the natural twenty. Tanzite, you're quick to, to as like the the ruby red crystals are dispersing in all directions. And when one swings close to you, you feel an intrusive thought and you shove it away. You're too pissed about what just happened, about mistakes that were made, and you shove that away. Trixie, there's a lot of dust flying off, and each little tinkling of intrusive thoughts, you are also shoving far, far away. And you both have the opportunity or, or, or you witness a little speck of this ruby crystal dust fly close to Asher and Asher's face changes. Asher, you are currently possessed. So, um... Possessed? Yes. Uh, a consciousness has taken over your body. Now I can either puppet you if you would like me to or if you feel comfortable role-playing as an antagonist to your two friends. I'll play it. Okay. Your turn is over, but Tanzanite and Trixie, it is obvious that something has changed. Asher's visage has changed. Do I get Um, to know who I am? 
yes. Um, in private chat, while Tanzanite figures out what she's going to do, I will quickly try to type to you a few things about what you are. Okay. And it's a possession, not a curse. Mm-hmm. And you know that because I go like this. Booga, 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 booga. <laughs> I'm being possessed. I can't walk on the ceiling. This is the best I got. Did you have any ideas, Tanzanite? Yeah, I thought I had a spell. Just trying to find it because I don't remember what it's called. Oh, I'm a dummy. Rick, hmm. if you feel so inclined, the next time you ask me to make a deck save where if I make it and I only would take half damage, remind me I don't take any damage. Not my job to remind you, but you should remind yourself. <laughs> okay, so I found that spell, but it looks like it's not prepared, so I must have gotten rid of it at some point. So, in that case, I'm gonna try Tie me up till morning. I'm gonna try something I haven't done yet, but I got recently, so we'll see what it does, if anything. At the fifth level, or no, at the eighth level, Woo! I'm gonna cast Anti-Magic Field. Um... So it's a ten-foot radius of an of an invisible sphere of a sphere around me, and it uh, and it basically uh, within the sphere, spells can't be cast, things can't be summoned, and magical items become mundane. So I'm hoping to go with near him and near the sand to see if it does anything? Okay, let me see. Let me see what the... What was the name of the spell again? Anti-magic field. It may do absolutely nothing. I just need to keep in mind what I know about it and place it up against this. Um... Doobie-doobie-doo. What level of spell is this? Eighth. Ooh. Yeah, I, I know you said that before, but I don't think I fully appreciated what you were doing. <laughs> um. Let's 
This is either going to be really awesome or absolutely nothing at all. Well, at the very least, it means I can't no. cast any spells against you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you are definitely going to be limited, Asher, in what you can do while you're within the range of the sphere. It's not going to be able to banish it from your head. Um, but at least you're not going to get a fireball to the face, so there's that. Yeah. Um, Asher, can you go ahead and roll an intelligence saving throw, but you're not going to use your intelligence. You're going to use its intelligence, which is a minus two right now. Because <laughs> it got dumber and dumber. That's in that one. <laughs> that is a negative two. Yeah. It's, you're, you, Asher, well, you don't even one. know that you should leave the sphere. This feels like a great space to be. Like this space of this antimatic feels. This I is a good feel spot. good here. I like it. Um, your just FYI, your gun is no longer a plus one right now. In this moment, your fire bullets will not cause fire damage. Um, it's still an effective gun, but yeah. Uh, your clothing is no longer. You look like you're dressed in drab clothing. Your your base layer, so to speak. Um, yeah, a lot of things have just happened to you, Asher. My coat's still very cool, even when it's not. Even when I think, it's not. I think I described it as a. Uh, it was the black dragon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a black leather trench coat, basically, is the armor, but it's in its base form, All which right. is cool. Which is, you know, a good coat for a evil demon possessing someone. Yeah. It is a good coat for an evil demon possessing someone. Uh, yeah. Cool. So yeah, you've uh, crowd controlled my possession. Way to give it away, Jason. After. <laughs> uh, is the rest of the sand still just like around? You do not see any trace of it. Okay. Whatever it was that was done last to the, like that crashing through of the object, Asher's last act before becoming it. Uh, successfully obliterated okay. the cohesion, and this is its little uh, roll. A nope, I can't tell you this because there's just no way it's too high a DC for reality. So I'm not going to give you that information. Great. But um, yeah. I think okay. that overall, I can tell all three of you that you are trying to obliterate something ancient, pre pre anything, maybe pre humanity. Okay. What else would you like to do if anything, Tanzanite? You've already like successfully knocked out my super duper awesome Asher demon. Um, I I can't think of anything else. Uh, I'm gonna just stay near Asher, so he's in this sphere. All right. Um, Trixie, it's your turn. I am going to hopefully sneak. Maybe I'm going to try to, like, run up behind Asher and Vulcan neck pinch him or hit him on the back of the neck and try to knock him out. Okay, so Asher, roll a perception check. Trixie, for the sneakiness, I need you to roll a sneakiness. Do I use my perception or his perception? Use your perception because it took over your stats except for its intelligence. 16. 18. Okay, yes, Trixie, you sneak up behind 
you're gonna do the Vulcan death pinchy thing, so roll your unarmed attack. Unarmed attack with advantage, because he does not realize you're there, and it's fun. Uh, uh, twenty-four. Nice. Um, that definitely hits Asher. Asher, I'm sorry you don't get to have very much fun with this possession thing. <laughs> um, roll the damage that that would be, so we can figure out what the equivalency towards unconsciousness is. Seven. Oh. I mean, you I'm feel not the trying- pinch, Asher. You're weakened for a moment, but it's not enough. Okay, and I'm gonna go again. Well, the second attack, no advantage <laughs> anymore, because Asher's aware that you're trying to smush him. That's a dirty twenty. Roll I'm the... not hard to hit. Go on. <laughs> That's eight points. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Still standing. I would like to say I'm just trying to knock him out, like non-lethal. You've told me that. Okay. Killing your friend here. I mean, don't worry about it. Uh, that's an 18. Does that hit Asher? I think that hits. That hits Asher. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's 10 points. Asher is unconscious. Okay. Like his, his whole body's unconscious? Or. Mm-hmm. Okay. I.e., I think he's lost all of his hit points. Yes. No, I understand. Oh, okay. Um, uh, at which point, uh, I would like, are we out of combat? Not yet. Almost. Uh, okay. I am going to catch him as he falls. And on my next turn, I'm going to stabilize him. Okay. As he falls, you see a red... You see a red spark come from his forehead. And it looks like a tiny, tiny piece of that gem. And all of you, except for Asher, who's unconscious, hear a scream. And then it explodes. Um, I would like you to make dexterity saving throws, except Trixie, you're holding Asher, so you will do it at disadvantage. That means Tanzanite, you're going to make a dexterity saving throw. Asher, I'm sorry, you're unconscious. You don't get to even save for this. Okay, hang on, hang on, because now I had now I forgot I had a bunch of shit about freaking dexterity saving throws. Yes, okay. you did. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't play your character. I play story time. Story time. Tanzanite, what you get for your dex check? 12. You're going to take the full 16 points of damage. Okay. 26. You made the save, Trixie. So I take no damage. Because you're a ridiculous monk and you remembered how ridiculous you are. (laughs) Asher. I did. You take one death. You're now in death saving throws mode because you may have been unconscious, but now you've been exploded upon. And because you were um, prone like that and everything, you actually took two deaths because of the nature of... So two failures? Yeah, two failures. I didn't realize that you sent all of us the info. Yep. Oh, I thought you just sent it to Jason. (laughs) 
Nope, I thought, yeah, this is... You're all going to find it out soon enough anyways, because once Asher wakes up, if Asher wakes up, you'll know it. Okay. Um, yeah. Asher. It's your turn now. Roll a death saving throw. Just please don't crit and fail. Please don't crit fail. Please don't you crit fail. He only has to fail please once. That's fail. all it takes right now. He could crit win. What? The explosion, the explosion automatic two death. Give me two failures. I got one left. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking A. Somebody's going to have to go back to the side of the dead. 19. Save! <sighs> Tanzanite, what you doing? Your friend's unconscious. There was an explosion. You took some damage. I'm going to go give him some love. You're making out to his corpse? I mean, his unconscious body? <laughs> Finally. Yeah, no, very <laughs> scandalous of you. I want to, like, stabilize them. Give, give them some points. So how I are you doing do, this? I can do a cure wounds, right? Yeah. Okay, so... And we are officially out of combat if you're doing cure wounds. Yeah. I'm going to do a cure wounds at the fifth level. Wait, I have... Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, apparently, I got rid of that. Okay, so I can't do that. Just kidding. So at fifth level, cure wounds. Um, that's going to be twenty-seven points for you. Whew. All right, battle is concluded. Asher <laughs> is not dead. You all are all hanging out. Uh, the you can see in the distance people are preparing to arrest us. Go on. Rolling down the the attacks that have been occurring. They're 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 gaining control of what's going on. There is a large airship hovering right in front of you. And in in the Emmy is is almost purring in satisfaction with how things came out. There appear to be no more foes. Um You know that this has been a messy battle. You know that things have gone a little sideways. What are you all up to? What are you doing? You're all feeling hurt. From what I can tell. Tanzanite's just standing still. Still very, like, catatonic. Processing all the stuff that has just recently happened. Yeah. Okay. I, I turn to Asher and I say you should go check on your mom. We'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, yeah! <laughs> uh, okay. I'm very disoriented because I just died. Um, but, um, yeah, you just went unconscious. You didn't die-die. You definitely went unconscious. Um, almost died. Mostly dead. It's just uh, right. So Asher, as soon as you dead. step out of the field that Yay. was... Because Tanzanite can do whatever she wants in that, but as soon as you start, you start to feel your equipment coming back to life. Uh, but Tanzanite, are you holding up the anti-magic still? Uh, no, I'll drop it. Okay, cool. All right, so... Okay. We've been in battle for like three sessions. Congratulations on not being in battle anymore. 
Trixie's just like sitting with like her legs out and her hands like in between her legs, just like just staring, like just zoned. I'm just like stumbling over to Nia and my mom if they're still are they still holding somebody down in the corner this whole time. Uh, they they seem to have gotten additional help supporting this. They've they have somebody restrained. Um, you can see that as you get over there. Um, I'm gonna say, looking at the time, probably only gonna go for a few more minutes. If you had any like immediate thoughts, otherwise we can pick this up next time. Okay. No thoughts, just vibes. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us at Probability of Demise. Check us out on demisecast.com. Hope you have a beautiful, wonderful week and, <laughs> and enjoy all the ridiculousness and craziness. Uh, you lived. You survived. You might survive in the future. Who knows? Um, I like just look at those hit points just so the people who are listening Tanzanite has 17 hit points Asher has 27 Trixie has 15 they're totally fine they, they weren't even close to dying no big deal yeah, no, nobody went down at all <laughs> hi mom I, mean, <laughs> I guess it's mom alright well, we'll see you next week bye mom we gotta do the bye thing. Okay, bye. 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 bye.